Welcome to The Magnetic Voice, here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel, a show where speakers and singers learn how to be more magnetic and align their voices to the divine within. Today, episode 29, feeling grateful for the things we take for granted. And now your host, Monique McDonald. Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Voice Podcast. My name is Monique McDonald and I'm here with Shannon Croft. Hello, everybody. Monique, it's great to be here with you today. This bright so and sunny fall to day. Be here with you. Beautiful fall day. The leaves are just starting to fall here in New York City. Oh, gorgeous. And um, I have claimed, as many have, November as the month of gratitude. Lovely. And so we are talking about this feeling, you know, gratitude is such an interesting concept. We've been hearing about it since we were children, right? Right. And um, saying grace before we eat is a way of being Mm -hmm. feeling gratitude. I have um I've done a lot of rituals and meditations and exercises on what am I grateful for today? That's one of the things right. I do. Or taking a walk and every step is thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right. you. And um but I notice, I don't know about you Shannon, but around this time of year I can't help but have this sense of time moving much faster. This feeling of a scarcity of time. It's the end of the year. There's so many things that I want to accomplish before the end of the year. There's so many events and things happening, right? It's right. And everybody's trying to get all the events in before, you know, Christmas and New Year's. So there is this sense of running out of time of Mm -hmm. scarcity of lack and i thought to myself well that's not that's not in tune with my gratitude (laughs) but then i started thinking about it and and thinking about sometimes we are not aware of feeling grateful for something until we imagine that we've lost it right Whether we have or not. Whether we have or not. Exactly. I love that. And I know that, you know, when I'm working with new clients on their voice, it's something that I always sort of have to educate people about because most people take their voice for granted. Sure. They don't think about their voice and how it helps them every day. Right. Until it's sick. Or they get laryngitis. <laughs> right. Yes. And then all of a sudden they become aware of all the ways that their voice supports them. And, um, so as I'm just sitting here contemplating these ideas and feeling that sense of, ah, 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 how am I going to get everything done? Ah, ah, ah. I was going to say subdued panic, but I, I don't think it's subdued even now. It's it's just <laughs> the holiday panic. <laughs> it's very funny. It reminds me of a story when I was a little girl 
I was, my grandparents were Seventh Day Adventists. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they do is they celebrate the Sabbath or their sacred day, Mm -hmm. like the Jews do from Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown. Right. And, uh, there was all of this frenzy and fury getting ready for the Sabbath. And I apparently, as a little girl, my grandmother always used to tell the story about how I said to her one day, Grandma, I hate Sabbath. And of course, (laughs) she was horrified that her, you know, my grandparents were missionaries. My grandfather was like the equivalent of the Pope in this religion. And, her grandchild said she hated Sabbath. It was scandal. the scandal. <laughs> and of course, that stopped her right in her tracks. I bet. And uh, she said, why do you hate Sabbath, honey? And I said, I hate Sabbath because everybody's so nervous and they're all so busy and nobody has time to play. It's true. And isn't that wild that we drive ourselves relentlessly until it's time to rest? You know what I'm saying? I mean, some days we we even skip the rest, but why are we freaking out to get to the Sabbath? Why don't we just fall into the Sabbath, you know? And, uh, you know... I know there's preparations to be made and all of that, but uh, it's uh, I've always gotten tickled about the idea of you're you're having somebody over to the house or whatever, and you're looking forward to it, and your energy's great about it. But as the the couple of hours until the start time ticks off, you start going, "Oh my god, I need to hide that dust, and I need to get that, and I need to put that over there." And by the time the guest gets there, your house is so energetically screwed up that it's like. <laughs> Oh my God, who lives here? This is awful. <laughs> when they would, they don't, they just want to come see you, you know? Does that make sense? Right. Like, that makes total sense. Yeah. And, and of course, we, we are all in such a hurry mm-hmm. to get right to the end, whatever <laughs> that is, or to prepare for whatever. Right. And, um, Yes, there are things that need to be done. And yes, sure, there is that of feeling of, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that to get ready. Mm-hmm. And what if we realized that that anxious feeling, that anxiety that's coming up within us is really excitement? Right. It's, right. You know, it's, it's silver bells all over again. The Christmas yes. song, you know, city sidewalks, busy sidewalks, bustling with holiday. There used to be this really sort of, um, at least, you know, the the romantic ethos of the thing was that there's all this bustling and everybody's happy and everything's good. And yes, you're doing a lot, but it's in this like spirit of fun, holiday, wonderment. And, you know, I don't know if when we stopped having shopping in downtowns in America, <laughs> that that went away. Um, but now it's it seems to be, you know, Black Friday and get everything you can and get, get, get. And I, stop. Just 
hang on one second. <laughs> Let's think about what we're doing here, guys. That's right. And, and um, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're trying to get in right. as much as we can before sure. years end. And um, I, I just keep going back to, you know, that moment when I was like a little girl hating Sabbath mm-hmm. because this very sacred, beautiful yes. moment of, uh, it's one of the things I really adore mm-hmm. that in our culture, we really don't do often. Mm-hmm. On Sabbath, we had the entire day from Friday night sundown to mm-hmm. Saturday night sundown devoted to all things sacred. Yeah. So it's not that we couldn't watch TV, although sure. some people chose not to. Sure. But if we were going to watch TV, that it be something sacred or right. something that makes us reflect inward on mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. If we're listening to music, that it be classical or sacred music right. so that it, so that all of the week our eyes are pointed outward in mm-hmm. doing and that there is one day or at least one period of time mm-hmm. where we turn our eyes inward right and focus on all of the things that we are and have and do that are a reflection of the creator right and how so often in our efforts to be ready <laughs> right be ready we take our eye off the ball. And so by the time it comes time to do that, we're exhausted. Right. And we don't have any energy to devote right. to our practice of and, spirituality. And <clears throat> there's a scripture that says, a grateful heart prepares the way. Mm. So in all of our running around and being crazy... We're neglecting the very thing that makes a way for our universe to provide and be and sustain us. The scripture doesn't say, you know, run around and get all your Christmas presents and I'll make a way for you. No, it's the grateful heart prepares the way. Isn't that beautiful? It's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I, I don't, I've always felt like this time of year, is a beginning, mm-hmm. even though the earth is, you know, is about to go into shutting s- down. A deep sleep exactly. and shutting down yeah. and all the trees are becoming bare. But there is some kind of a, of a feeling. I, I don't know, you know, when I think about loss, the, all the things that we don't want to think about, mm-hmm. think about death and mm-hmm. people appearing to leave us and the loss of people, the loss of career, the loss of everything, everything that we lose because we are in a state of change. We forget that changing involves grieving what was. Right. And clearing the way. Right. 
for what's new. Mm-hmm. Even when the change is good. Even- when it's great. We're still grieving something that was, that is no longer in the same iteration or way or has changed. That's it. That's it. And, and, and uh, this time when I'm, you know, running around and sort of just, what am I running for? Right. (laughs) I mean, it sort of makes sense. You know, I have all these goals, all these things that I want to get done, all these events that are coming, of course, on the same week, you know, everybody has (laughs) their office party and the big concert and um, the, the big sale are always in the same week. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And truthfully, I'm out of practice because mm. of lockdown sure. and the pandemic, right? Yes. It seems to be a lot of flurry and a lot of uh, movement all of a sudden. And, right. you know, I feel like, you know, it's kind of like when I lived in New York and then I would go down to the to, to North Carolina to visit my mom. Mm-hmm. It would take me like a good week to slow down right? Absolutely. and get on Southern time. Yes. And then I just finally get on Southern time and, and then, then it's back to, to New home. York <laughs> and I had to catch up again. And that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at. And, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I love that we get to have these conversations to really take a look at these things mm-hmm. because awareness, the ability to see it, as it's happening is what gives us choice, right. which is where our power lies. That day, oh, so long ago, when my grandmother was told by her granddaughter, I hate Sabbath, <laughs> it stopped her in her tracks. Right. And to her credit, she changed. Wow. She changed cool. and, and she, she, she being her, she started to prepare earlier in the right. week. <laughs> so there wasn't the mad dash, but I, I feel like that's, that's where we are. And it's so easy to, I know it's kind of strange to talk about scarcity when we're talking about gratitude, but I find that it's one of my rituals hmm. that are evoking gratitude for me. Sometimes I picture what would my life be without a bed? Right. Right. What would my life be if I didn't have a toilet? Right. What What would life be like if, and then it, it's these kinds of things that we take so much of what we have for granted. Yeah. And and we are running so hard to do and achieve all the things that we do and mm-hmm. achieve. Yeah. And I think that uh, sometimes it feels like I may have to just stop mm-hmm. and take stock mm-hmm. and say, if I didn't have these things, who would I be? Right. And I am oh so grateful that I do have these things. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and then it's 
sometimes we have to take things away so that we have so that we can realize all that we have or mm-hmm. it, at least imagine it imagine if we didn't have voices right imagine all the times we didn't use our voice oh there's plenty of those where we felt stuck where mm-hmm. we felt like what we had to say didn't matter yeah when we were in such scarcity of who we are mm-hmm. and whose we are mm-hmm. we forgot which speaks directly back to the four agreements and being impeccable with your word. Say what you need to say. Now, for me personally, I also add in my belief system, say it in love. You know, because there's some folks around who would take say what you need to say as permission to just absolutely blow somebody's head off. That's not what we're talking about. Absolutely not. What we're talking about in all of this is, again, it comes right back to authenticity. And um, as I've grown older, I've noticed that I am more articulate and I am more impeccable with my word because I'm not taking for granted that I'm understood, for instance. Mm, that's like, a good like one. Like the question, uh, what would it be like if I was just completely misunderstood? And then that actually is happening around us. You know, we assume everybody's tracking with us and there's some misunderstandings. And so this is a weird thing to bring up, but being grateful for being able to articulate our needs, our wants, our paths, our desires, both to other people and to ourselves. That that's gratitude for self-awareness and you know, for for women of a certain age like myself, having been kicked around the block a couple of times, now I know how I feel about X or Y or Z and I can live authentically in that and I'm very grateful for that. Like all those scars, cool. That's that's a that's a roadmap of my soul baby. <laughs> yes. And yes, where where we've come from. So I I just want to express my gratitude for you today, Shannon. Thank you. And uh for Dave, our darling producer Dave that mm-hmm. takes such good care of us in the background. Yes. And I I want to talk about one last thing before we sign off. And, and that's this thing about running, 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 right, running, right. running and scarcity and, and worried that we're not going to have enough time. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have enough money. We're not going to have enough instead of standing still mm-hmm. going within. Yeah. And remembering. We can never run out of time if we're in the moment. That's right. We always have more than enough right now in this moment. And we can never run out of God. That's right. God, it would be great to, to have a meditation on that. I think that's a really good idea. Let's do it.
So now we're going to take a deep centering breath. Opening our minds and hearts and souls to this now moment. Putting aside any hustle or bustle, any feelings of rushing or trying or running to catch up. We're going to take a moment and turn our eyes inward to the space within us where there's more than enough. The space within us that is sacred where the divine lives. Where all those feelings of lack and scarcity, those feelings of not having enough or not being enough are released and cannot exist because there's so much love in our hearts, so much God in our hearts, so much of the divine spilling into every area of our consciousness. The place where all the things that we want to achieve are already done. The place where all the ways that we want to experience true devotion and true commitment to who we are and whose we are is open and ready and waiting for us. And as we go on in to this place, this place where we can never run out of anything because there's plenty. It is the field of plenty. It is the cornucopia of all that was, all that is, and all that will be. And as we consciously connect to this moment, we know together that God is here, fully present, guiding us, that we are love, that we are God in expression, and we know together the beauty of true gratitude and peace 
because the divine is driving the car and all we have to do is ride that ride and know that everything is unfolding perfectly. We are in the right place at the right time doing exactly what is ours to do. And so it is. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Magnetic Voice here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Magnetic Voice is copyright 2021, Monique McDonald, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.